Hi, and welcome to the SEO Podcast, Unknown Secrets of Internet Marketing. My name is Chris Burris, owner of eWebStyle. I'm Charles Lewis, your internet marketing specialist. Welcome back to another fun-filled edition of our podcast. <laughs> I'm just not comfortable kicking your shoes. Like, you, you gave me you gave me blocks. You can kick these. I'm like, I'm not comfortable. After last podcast, you should see his reaction. Go back and listen to podcast number 284. Oh, 283. Uh, yeah, yeah, this is 284. Yeah. Go listen to 283. And speaking of 283, there is a tip from 283, yeah. and that tip is make sure to include remarketing in in any and all online marketing strategies period period just period like remarketing is, is just one of those necessary deals that you have to do whether it's through AdWords or Facebook or whatever you're doing if remarketing or retargeting whatever you want to call it is available take advantage of it why because uh, especially in AdWords, it's definitely cheaper. Yeah, <laughs> cost per click is usually 70, 80 percent cheaper than it would be than working directly in Google Search Network. More importantly, it's a great way to keep your competitors <laughs> in in their face and follow people around who visited your site before. Must include remarketing. Absolutely. Uh, remember, we are broadcasting live from Houston, Texas, yep. and we yep. are your friendly local neighborhood top, top position snatchers. snatchers. Where our mantra is: Don't be a douche. All right, so we got some. Yeah, I, I know we got a, a newsletter look. article. We're going to yeah, talk we're about newsletter today, man. Get punch in the face to Scott Gerber and the guys <laughs> over at Search Engine Journal. <laughs> Eleven ways to improve your click-through rate, and he's talking about email marketing. So we will dive in a little later. Excellent. Um, if you're in a position to and you probably are because you're listening to this go ahead and tweet now Chuck what should they tweet well you should tweet us use the hashtag SEO podcast this is number 284 be sure to tag us in it at best SEO podcast at eWebStyle that way we can follow you back and do all of our social networking stuff alright quick news if you're fo- by the way if you've listened if this is the first time listening to the podcast Howdy, welcome to our welcome. podcast. You're How about you to have a good time and get some great information. Um, if you've listened to it before, you know what I'm about to do. I'm about to ask you or tell you where you could go write mm-hmm. a review. Uh, it's just one consideration we ask from you. We are running this quote-unquote competition. If we get more than 10 likes or new followers or whatever on any one or of these platforms, platform. uh, then we skip the section. We didn't get 10, so boom, here is the section. Please uh, leave us a review. There's a number of ways you can do that. We do really like our G Plus reviews. Yeah, probably the most important one. We've made it super easy for you to get to our G Plus page. All you have to do is go to e-webstyle.com slash Google Plus or slash Google Plus or slash G Plus or slash G Plus. All of those will take you to our G Plus local page and you will be able to find and write a review. While you're there, do yeah, a couple write things. The review. Though. First, most importantly, write the review. Hopefully it's uh, five stars. Then after you leave that review, man, put us in a circle. That way you can share some content with us. We'll put you in a circle, share some content with you. Boom. All done. Excellent. Next, uh, iTunes. It's pretty easy. You first go on to iTunes. Second, you create an iTunes account. Third, you write a review for us. And hopefully you make it five stars. Uh, Done. Send us an email if you want to. Next is Facebook. On our Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash eWebStyle, you will find the review button. Mm -hmm. And there's actually a review app and a review normal area. So you see those stars. You click them. You get down there. You write a review. Hopefully you make that review. Stars. You know what else you can do while on Facebook after you leave that review? Feel free to ask us questions. And yeah. that's for Twitter as well. If you got any questions about any online marketing activities and you feel we might be able to answer that question, 
man, Facebookers, tweet us, Snapchat us, or just get the question to us. We'll be glad to answer it. And I'm going to throw this out there. If you've actually hit us up on Twitter and asked us a question and we haven't answered it, <laughs> given the email I'll be reading here shortly, yeah. go ahead and hit us up again. Yeah, I will bad. We'll do our we'll best. By the way, uh, yes, social, and also there's always email, which this kind of proves might work a little better. better. Yeah. Um, and then finally, leave us a review on Stitcher. The easiest way to get to our Stitcher page is actually to go to our page, e-webstyle.com, and it's not on the home page, but any internal page has our Stitcher. I noticed that the other day. Yeah, home page doesn't have sidebar. Any internal page has our Stitcher, um, link to our Stitcher, our podcast on Stitcher, so go there and, and write us a review. Hopefully you make that five stars. All right, so we do like it when you haunt us, stalk us, harass us, and just in general make contact with us. Lots of ways to do that. Facebook.com slash e-webstyle. YouTube.com slash e-webstyle. Twitter.com slash e-webstyle. Instagram.com slash e-webstyle. Nothing else.com slash yeah. Yeah, yeah there's yes. nothing else. That's all of them. <laughs> Thank you. And follow us and all follow that good it. stuff. And maybe we'll skip that review section. Follow if, us, like us, subscribe. Like those three actions. If you are a PHP guru or WordPress programmer extraordinaire, we are probably looking for you. Go ahead and submit an audio resume. 713-510-7846. We do have a free website analysis we do. available on our website and all you need to do is go to our website, e-webstyle.com and you will find on every page, not like Stitcher, <laughs> every page you'll find a free website analysis. If you've submitted one, we're a little backlogged, go ahead and reach out to us and we'll make sure we take care of that. And now, it is time for the favorite segment of the program, the Algorithm Cataclysm. Okay. Yeah, I was, I, I, yeah, I'm trying to step it up like a notch. That was a wheelie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was feeling that. Yeah. That was crazy. Uh, but it was definitely worth the magnitude of that cataclysm uh, just due to today's Algo Cat. So let's start off with a continuation from last week. Google Panda 4.2. Rolling still out rolling over, out. Yeah, still rolling out. Yeah, they now. said they said three months, two three months, months, and so it's still rolling out. And I believe that's probably why we've been seeing pops in some accounts. Oh, that's and so, true. Um, so, so look, it's working, yeah. right? Again, if you if you were penalized by Panda before, well, let's be very specific about that. What we're doing is working. <laughs> <laughs> what you're doing may be showing up in the negative exactly. arena because of that. Uh, because of, because of that Panda. Yeah. Because of that that algorithm cataclysm. Yeah. And so. If you maybe were penalized by Panda before and lost your ranking, pooped on, uh, by Panda. Pooped on yeah. dude, go rewrite that content. Get rid of those thin pages, merge whatever pages uh, that, that could be merged and improve the level of your content so that way you can take advantage of the Panda being rolling out this refresh. This is necessary. Uh, Look at that line. <laughs> this is an instinct, right? <laughs> okay. Are we good? You're good. Are we good? Okay, all right. Um, <laughs> So the second one, um, Bing. Yeah. Bing Algo Cat. So dig this. So you may have noticed a drop in your organic visits from Bing. Bing is rolling out encrypted search as well. Oh, wow. So they, 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 they're following Google's bandwagon with the you know secure search. Makes sense. It is a safer internet. And so you, that's another reason you may want to do that. Yep. And the last one. So, you know, Google's getting into the home services. They're getting into everything. Oh, Google's getting into okay. home service. They're rolling it out in San Francisco right now. And so they're literally, if you go to Google and you're in San Francisco and you search for either a locksmith or a plumber right now, 
the ad you will see, note keyword ad, right? This is a paid deal, but it, the ad will reference the company, it shows up in a knowledge graph wow. with their number and their services. Dude, that's that's I don't know what it is, yeah. right? Because what my concern is, I don't know how that's going to work with all of those locksmiths and other plumbers who are already paying for the top position for in typical, AdWords, yeah, typical for regular paper ads, click yeah. stuff, exactly. But at the same time, the fact that Google is highlighting certain people, I think that's a good win. Go after it. Go like after it. If you're in San Francisco, I'd be picking up the phone or Googling it or yeah. I'd, I'd be Googling it. That's and I know they're going to test it. We're going to see how it, you know, I know what their test is. How does this affect dollars? Yeah, <laughs> revenue. If, if, well, if. revenue and customer experience, right? They really got a good balance yeah. of, of, of both of those, usually. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's my algo cat. Cool. Well, I got a little bit of news. I thought this was uh, interesting. So, uh, going, through, uh, going through tech news, and a guy writes an article about what to do if your car is hacked, right? So, the last couple podcasts, mm-hmm. we talked about cars getting hacked. And I got to tell you, this article scared, like, scared the, <laughs> the shit out of me. <laughs> it's like, it's like r- the, you know, uh, have you lost control of steering? Have you lost control of your brakes? Mm. If you did, right? So if so, imagine you've been hacked and somebody's jacking with you, and now you've actually... you got to hop out, tuck, and roll. Well, <laughs> so you, get, you, you, you scrape the cement barrier on the freeway until you stop, but now you, and you got your hand, foot on the brake, but now you got to get out. And so that's all terrifying. And then he said, and if you have a kid in the back. Oh, yeah. So his recommendation was keep your old car. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's scary as hell, right? And then the next one was the OnStar app has also been hacked, right? So in this case, I think they can, what do they, they can turn on your car and turn it off. I wouldn't hack OnStar. I wouldn't mm -hmm. message a vehicle. I would just probably crack dozens on people. You know, in their car. Like, why'd you wear that? Yeah. You're going the wrong way. <laughs> Your driving sucks. <laughs> Watch out! You know? Oh, my God. That would be me. That's rough. It's, and it's only a value if you, like, put a camera in the car. Exactly. Um, next, we've got... This was interesting. So, Facebook says no to the French regulators. Remember, we are talking about the U- European Union and the right to be forgotten. Mm-hmm. Right? And so, people can submit, hey, I have the right to be forgotten. Mm-hmm. And Google's, like, acquiesced eventually, and they're doing that. And f- I think the same thing... Well, the same thing happened in France, but France is saying, we want you to remove it Period. Worldwide. Yeah, and they're like, no, we're no, not gonna do that. Not gonna happen. So kudos to Facebook for staying. That was Facebook or was that? that was no, Google. that was Google. That was yeah, Google. I got that wrong. So the next thing is Facebook, which is, uh, you know, they're building drones for internet access mm-hmm. also, flying around drones. Mm-hmm. That's just Matter of fact, they just built a plane. I saw this yesterday. They built, uh, Zuckerberg announced it on his blog, where they just finished building the first plane that's just gonna fly around. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about, the the drones. Yeah, Yeah, it's huge, it's only a wing. It's about the size of a... uh, uh, seven thirty seven. Yeah. I read. Yeah, in that terms just, of length. Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, and all they do is they beam up internet to it via laser, and then it broadcasts oh, Wi Wi Fi or or cellular, one or the other. I don't know what that's doing, but that's that's pretty cool. Because at the end of the day, without bandwidth, Facebook is nothing. Without yeah. bandwidth, Google's nothing. It's very yeah, interesting. You need to be online. Yeah. Um, 
Hey, I got a patif punch in the face. This is to Jeff Smith. He's with Alan Smith Pools. Oh, okay. Uh, .com. Yeah, we have had some great conversations, so we'll probably be helping him out. So patif to you, Jeff. Uh, and then finally, I got a review. You notice there is no st mm -hmm. tier. That was, that's good. Uh, so the title is Funny and Smart, and it is Five Stars. And this is from Decky613. He's actually in Canada. And he says, keep up the great work, guys. I listen on my way to work and laugh by myself a lot. <laughs> uh, that's awesome. Check, and he says, check out the SEO rapper on YouTube. So hey, definitely go, yeah, go check out that punch in the face. Uh, giving a punch in the face to... So your, your review of us is giving a punch in the face to the SEO rapper who actually is the guy right next to me. So... Cool. Yeah. Very cool. And that, uh, what else you got? I you got, got news. news. I got news as well. So, so Bing is trying to, wants people to search with emojis. Interesting. Well, I get it. I get people it. People use them people on use social them platforms. The so, exactly. Yeah. So, it, in Bing, um, yeah, there's there's an icon you can click on that lets you search by emojis. Okay. I thought it was pretty cool. They call it the emoji keyboard. So, so. <laughs> So would that be like, you know, search for, I don't know, pizza frowny face so that you know where not to buy pizza or you search for pizza happy face? Yeah, or I'm, uh, I'm just not search that for happy face? in emoji uh, lingo. Yeah. Now my children are, I've literally seen conversations with no text, just all emojis. It's like, yeah, I'm happy, like, I'm yeah, I went to the store, dad, I did that, yeah, and then, just, then I got, and I've got some new shoes. Yeah. <laughs> it was like six pictures. And it's like, okay. It's like, it's and new so age like, hieroglyphics. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I was just thinking, hieroglyphics is back again. <laughs> yeah, so. So they, somebody needs to invent the Rosetta Stone for parents so that we can figure out what well, they're talking about. Yeah, I was going to tell you what one of them means, but I'll share that off air. <laughs> uh, it's ridiculous. When I found that one out, I immediately... You had to go. If I ever do some see, phone <laughs> well, now you can search it. <laughs> exactly. Um, so that was kind of cool. Um, so dig this. This was almost could have been algo cap um, on mobile devices. Right. If you search for a local business on Google, Google is going to use the film strip to show you that store's busiest times. Interesting. Yeah. Don't go at three because there's probably stores probably packed. <laughs> Right, that's pretty awesome. I that was a wow. Yeah, my question was, how do they know? <laughs> so I, I already see a lawsuit, right? You know, they're they're they get the data wrong, and, and it says they're always busy, like super busy at noon, and, and no one shows up. And yeah, interesting. Yeah, so it was that. Um, oh, then I wanted to give a, a punch in the face to Twitter. So Twitter sound. This was the headline: Twitter soundly beats expectations with five hundred and two million dollars in the second quarter revenue. 304 million monthly active users that's an improvement and 316 million active users who only sign in via text oh wow I didn't know that many people would just use, use text, text on Twitter yeah, yeah me either because you can't see who's following you when you do it via well, that's text weird. but apparently people it, do people do apparently and uh, last 316 million do. I don't think I believe that <laughs> um, I, I might I mean, I mean if you told me like 10 million people. Like well, so no, the 300—that's that, incorrect. It's 316 million monthly active users. Oh, so including those. Including those. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so I actually didn't believe that. <laughs> <laughs> now that I understand the statement, I do believe it. <laughs> and then uh, Facebook beat their estimates as well: 400, 400, 4.4 billion dollars um, in the last quarter as well. So wow. 
Yeah. That's, that's a, a lot of that's money. A lot of moolah. Yeah. So dig this. I felt bad. They broke their numbers No wonder down. they're building like airplanes that deliver. What is that airplane going to do? It's going to deliver internet. Free internet. <laughs> Why? Because we just made $4 billion last because quarter. Because <laughs> according to their numbers, they broke it down. All of the money they generated right. based on all of the users they have. They says on average each user is worth eight dollars and sixty three cents <laughs> per month or per oh wow eight bucks a user nice 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 when yeah. you have five hundred million users yeah yeah they could probably really break that down into like these ten million users are, are the worth ones thirty who, bucks a yeah. piece yeah, yeah easily and that's my news cool that is the potatoes of our podcast time to get into the meat we're going to talk about email newsletter email marketing newsletter marketing man so again punch in the face to sky gerber and, and the good fellas over at, at search engine journal posted this article 11 ways to improve your click-through rate and they're talking about click-through rate from emails right so how many people out there still sending emails out via newsletter or you know some sort of email going out mailchimp constant contact aweber whatever you're using we're going to dive into some ways to figure out to improve that click-through rate let me take the moment to say here uh newsletter marketing is definitely a service we offer as well and uh we approach it usually from a different perspective our goal is really well, we understand that at the end of the day, no matter how much traffic Google gets, no matter how much traffic Yahoo or Facebook gets or, or YouTube, your inbox is still the most visited place on the internet. Absolutely. And so it makes sense for us to make sure that all of our clients have something in your inbox every month to keep stay top of mind and to remind them of you. With that being said, we can improve on that. Right now that that mail is there, how can we increase click-throughs? How can we get more functionality out of that email? And we'll dive right in. Wait. So we almost letter? forgot this email. Okay. So we'll dive right in after this brief yeah. email interlude. All right, so we did get this email. We did kind of allude to it at the beginning. Uh, and this is from B Paul Barrett. He's, we, we've talked with him. He's a longtime listener. Punch in the face to Paul. And punch in the face for putting this email so together. Because this, 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 is, this is really good stuff. Uh, it is a little long, so bear with me. I'll, I'll try to read it quickly. <clears throat> been a longtime listener of the podcast. Uh, it's been super helpful to me as he was starting out. So, so thanks a bunch. I actually contacted you guys about redesign but it didn't end up working out uh, anyway you guys put together a great podcast and promote yourself and your social media channels it's a long little long-winded and to re to rehearse for me I get that but I feel like completely justified given the value you guys deliver Appreciate the it. only issue I take is that you guys pump the hell out of social media, but no one ever responds. Mm. And it says, I have tweeted you guys on three separate occasions and never once got a reply. Uh, sorry. <laughs> I apologize. Uh, that would be like saying, hey guys, make sure you can talk to us, then never answer the phone when it rings, or stop by our location and never unlocking the door. Social media is exactly that. Social, which means if you want to be part of it, uh, social, if you want to be part of it. Uh, if all you care about is top line followers, then go pay for them and get yourself 10K followers. But if you want people to care about what you do on social, you have to engage. Not trying to rip on you guys. Actually, only took the time to send this email because I feel like you deserve to hear another perspective on this. Keep up the good work, and hopefully this isn't upsetting to you guys. Yes, it is upsetting, but from the context of we have room to improve. Yeah, upsetting um, from like the 
perspective we already know yeah <laughs> like I, we get it it's something we've already talked about internally we've actually put some stuff in place to to be more uh effective in regards to our social he's absolutely right yep. we do push social a lot and uh and we're not interested in buying fake followers which uh -huh. is why we push social a lot so we can build up from the ground up yeah um so yeah Punch Paul. in the face, dude. Appreciate your support. Thank you for the compliments. He, you know, he kind of said what we've always been saying about, mm -hmm. you know, our the meat versus the potatoes. Yeah. He, he gets the value. And so I really appreciate that. Yep. And, um, yeah, well, we'll take that kick in the shin because we deserve it. We deserve it. Thanks, Paul. Punch in the face to you. All right. Back to the meat of the podcast. Yeah, 11 ways to improve your click-through rate. And again, we're talking about email marketing. Like, so emails coming out. How can you improve the value of those newsletters? Right? So, number one. Uh, so dig this before I dive in Scott what he did was he 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 asked 11 different people okay uh -huh. and so that's how we got the 11 different ways and so the first one was uh, a guy named Joshua from a company called bigger pockets Joshua said um, use buttons instead of links for call to actions again he's talking about in yeah. an email so consider you log into Gmail or in your Outlook or whatever your email platform is and bam you get this newsletter from I don't know your favorite shoe store or whoever you subscribe to and yeah inside the text they have links and then they have buttons he says uh, use buttons instead of links for key calls to actions he goes on to say we managed to drastically increase the click-through rates of all of some of our key emails and newsletter links by simply transforming the links in the embedded text to big green buttons he's right and at the end of the day you need to make your clicks obvious yeah. you need to make it pretty clear what you want people to do pretty quickly and everybody understands the purpose of a button you see a button you think click i'm supposed to click, supposed that to click if this. i want to if i yeah. want to yeah. and depending on the nature of your cta then i, I want to I want to yeah. exactly so so use buttons great great tip i totally agree it's perfect because i was just looking at a, an email from one of our client well from one of our former clients that they had put together and sent out this doc response okay and it had the text of a very important article this is a harvard journal that was telling um you know telling that they had done an independent study and that docresponse.com was the most accurate online symptom checker available. And I so saw they, that newsletter. Right? Mm -hmm. So they sent that newsletter. It had some good parts and it had some bad parts. And one of the bad parts was is there was no real clear Key, uh, uh, action. clear action to get them back to the website. Mm -hmm. There was a link, um, but it got buried, and so a button would have increased that conversion significantly. A whole lot more. A whole lot more. Number two came from Kelly. Um, Kelly from She's Got Systems. Uh, she says, uh, "Share something unexpected." Yeah. Talking about your newsletter. She says, give some background on why the reader should care, and then tease them with the answer, which is something they must click through to see fully. I totally agree. Anytime you can um, surprise someone or give some some give someone something that they weren't expecting, usually captivates them. Usually grabs their attention. I will say this though: keep it relevant, right? Yeah. You know, if you are in AC repair, don't surprise me with the latest tip on cutting your grass or washing the car because it's not relevant whatsoever. Yep. Uh, but however, if you're in AC repair and you have a a, a secret tip that can fix a free on leak or, or whatever it is, share that. Give enough information with the big button, according to the first one, to read this article further. And that will definitely increase people's interest in that specific article. Now, I gotta say, you could certainly share a cat enjoying AC video. I think that would be okay. It's related. <laughs> 
I mean, it's enjoyable. Made it. And then made it's a it. newsletter. Yeah, it's a newsletter which where you can hide, you can kind of get away from some of those things, right? In regards to the, um, it's almost like social. Yeah, where it doesn't have to be as as corporate as you may all, be all on your site all the time. Only, exactly. Yeah. Um, number three. Um, and this one came from uh, Tarek from Uncubed. He writes, um, write your call to action like a headline. Right? He yeah. goes on to say, with the CTA, you get the benefit of the buildup before enticing the reader to click. For example, I just told you that X company is hiring like crazy. See all 52 jobs here. Great headline. Yeah. I'd click it. If that was my email subject, I'd click that. Yeah. If that wasn't the email subject, if that was a link inside the email, do we need I'd to probably talk? click it. Do we need to talk? Oh, Are man. you looking for a job? Not at all. <laughs> Not at all. I'm good. But the point I'm making is, it's you know, a great, yeah, it's a it's great a, heading. You know, yeah. um, okay, let me make this more direct so my boss won't be scared. Um, headline says, you know, um, um, 10 new pair of Jordans come no. out. <laughs> you know, click here to see the 11. That kind of makes me nervous too because I, I could step on your shoes. <laughs> click here to see the 11th. You know, I definitely click, 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 click. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, and so, so, so when you write your, when you write your call to actions like a headline, when you think headline, think H1, right? Yep. Think title tag. When you write your CTAs in that fashion, um, then, then they tend to have a higher click through. And we, we saw, a, we, we talked about a statistic, this is a long time ago, about your headline and or title are about 90%, so they'll get about 90% of views compared to 90 yeah, compared to the rest of the article. So mm -hmm. 10% of the people who see your tag will actually Which get in the read article. That's how important it is. Mm -hmm. yeah. Same with the call to action. Good bit. Number four. Number four, this one came from Josh Sprague over at Orange Mud. Josh yeah. says, um, use more pictures and less text. Right? Yeah. I agree. Maybe. Kind of depends on the nature of your business. Right? If you're, maybe your newsletter is for... Yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah. Pictures of money? Maybe? I don't know. <laughs> but uh depends on... Maybe if you're e-commerce, right? Then yeah, you definitely got plenty of product pictures and pictures of people using your product and or service. But yeah, if you're in a, a lawyer or something like that, then people are actually looking for content. Yeah. I think they're wanting to read. And so you just may want to break it up with a few pictures, but, but don't be afraid of that content. I'll say this. If you're going to use more pictures, what I'm adding is make sure those pictures are linked yeah. right so maybe that picture is hosted on your site somewhere and people who see pictures they tend to want to click it yeah to see the bigger version yeah right and so if you link that picture to the page on your site where that same picture exists now when people click that picture in, your, in that newsletter you sent they ended up on your site and you can have more description about the picture more information about the product or whatever it is but link the picture don't just feature it without giving it uh, an opportunity to go somewhere. Absolutely, that was four. That was number four. Uh, number five. five. Number five comes from Nicole Munoz. I'm gonna put you in the face to Nicole. How you doing? I ain't talked to you in a while. I know her. Uh, Nicole Munoz, she says, um, utilize videos. Yeah. And she's right. She says, instead of leaving a reader to a sales page or a content page, try linking to a video that pitches your product instead. I'm going to tell you yeah. why this is so on point. Because in MailChimp and Constant Contact, you can't embed videos anyway. You have to use a screenshot of right. the video. Right. And so why not use that screenshot of the video and then link it to the actual video? video? I will say, 
embed that video on a page on your site and link it to that page. Yep. Don't link to the YouTube video itself. Link to the page on your site where that video is. And th one of the reasons to do that is because of the tip from today, from last podcast, always use remarketing. Exactly. Get them to your site so you can drop that remarketing code on. That's why the video links, that's why the, the button links, that's one of the main reasons we really don't want people to convert from the newsletter. Yeah. Now there's a CTA in every newsletter we send, so if they convert, great, because that's better for the client. But chances are they likely won't. They'll probably do more research. And we want to get you to the site so you can see other videos, so you can get on that remarketing yeah. list. Um, and so we can, we can you know, figure out where you came from, how much time you spent, and you may end up on a segmented list the more you click around. And so, so it's definitely worth doing that. Absolutely. Number six, six. from Adam Roser over at uh, Akedna Inc. Adam says, uh, offer expert commentary. Great one. He says, uh, give your readers a break from your brand voice and give them a rare opportunity to listen to another. He's absolutely right. Especially if they're related in the industry, you know, not a direct competitor per se, but somebody who can provide some insight in regards to what you're offering. How do you do that? Um, interviews, maybe guest blog posts and things like that where, where you can feature this content on your site. That's kind of seeming to be the theme here because right. we want to get people from the newsletter to your site. But feature that information in that newsletter with the link so they can go read it further. Anytime you can give people a, a, a change um, uh, I'm trying to think of the term for it. My good friend Brian Horn shared it with me. Uh, anytime you can give somebody a change in what they're normal normally used to, right? But that change is still consistent in what you offer. It usually works out well. Alternative change is good. Mm -hmm. yeah. Change is good. So offer some expert commentary uh, in regards to your subject matter. Absolutely. Now I think it's key to say they really need to be an expert, right? Yeah. Right? Like if you're an AC business, maybe you're offering expert commentary from some manufacturer at the American Standard, right? right? Or maybe, you know, you're a plumber and so you're offering commentary from some plumbing supervisor at Home Depot or whatever it is. But the key is make sure that this person is a legit expert and can be verified. Number seven. Seven. Um, this one comes from Andrew over at Kitchen Cabinet Kings. Andrew says, personalize the message. Totally agree, Andrew. He says, an email is more actionable when it directly affects the person reading it. So this really steps back to the purpose of your newsletter, right? So if you have something that's kind of generic and you're just sending out kind of generic information, that's one thing. But in the time you can build up a segmented list, let's say like you have... Um, Maybe you have people who just are commercial clients right. and they need commercial AC. And so you send them a separate newsletter from you send your residential AC person who's just looking for maintenance tips. Right? Send them a separate newsletter because it's more applicable to them. They're likely to take a more action involved. Second step to making it personalized is kind of the default stuff you need to do with each newsletter, right? Make sure that it mentions them by name. It right. doesn't say, hey, customer or yeah. hey, client or, 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 or worse, don't forget to fill out the, 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 uh, the newsletter so teaser. The <laughs> yeah, and it says, you know, use this area to offer a teaser. <laughs> and everybody got that. Then, then it's like, okay, you can take the time to proof your newsletter. You don't know what you're doing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Personalize the message. It, it, it just works better. Um, number eight. Eight. From Vic Patel from Future Hosting. He says, um, hire a good copywriter. He says, the healthy open rates and poor click-through rates imply that the content is failing to interest and engage the reader. 
That's probably true. Unless you used us and we're driving them somewhere else. Exactly. Really That's what I say. Probably. Yeah. It's probably true. But I think it, again, it's 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 as long as you understand the basis or the focus, better yet, the objective of your newsletter. Yeah. If your newsletter is to get people in their email and to read the whole thing and don't really convert from there, don't go to your site, don't do those things, then yes, you should spend a lot of time crafting great quality content to keep them there. I would suggest you do that. I right. would suggest you write content good enough that leaves them hanging to get them over to your site. Absolutely. Because that's where you have a higher chance for the conversion. Frankly, that's where you have less distractions because if they're still in their email, they probably got another one where I read right above, right above and have right some other stuff it, yeah. right below it and, and some reminders of all kinds of other stuff they need to do. And so we really want to get them out of the inbox and or into your site. But He's not mistaken here. We're how a good copywriter. And yeah. what I've kind of added to this was web content generally works, right? So if we already have a decent copywriter, a nice copywriter, we're writing well, well-written, optimized content for your site, then repurpose some of that already well-optimized content for your newsletter. Newsletter, absolutely. Um, number nine. Nine. Number nine, he says, um, and number nine is from Andrew from Money Crashers Personal Finance. <laughs> Andrew says, uh, make them time sensitive. He's talking about your newsletter. Yeah. He says, when the reader knows prior to opening the email that action is needed soon, you can get better results. Great tip. For example, he says, 48 hours to save money on the latest tech. Right? Yeah, you click it and That's see. That's a pitch email. It's a pitch right? email, Very but specific. you know, be interested in seeing what the latest tech is right. and how much time I have. At the end of the day, he's, he's talking FOMO. Yeah. Fear of missing out. You want to, anytime you can give somebody that fear, because we all know fear is an emotion, one of the most powerful emotions. Yeah. And emotion always drives sales. Emotion right. drives conversions. And so if you can give somebody that fear, which is that emotion, they'll likely take action on it. You know, click here to get these shoes, <laughs> you know, in the next two days. Click, 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 click. Click. <laughs> so make them time sensitive. I heard that at your desk the other day. <laughs> um, number 10 came 10. from uh, Christopher Jones at LSEO.com. Christopher says, um, use power words. I get it. Right? He says, uh, for example, instead of saying that the performance of your product beats the competition, say that it annihilates the competition. Ooh. Great use of words. Yeah. Well, what, what Christopher is really saying is, um, up your vocabulary. It goes back to the good copy, right? I mean, exactly. good copywriter. Up your vocabulary, right? Like, everybody's great. Everybody beats the competition. Who annihilates the competition? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Are you, are you, are you good or are you, you know, phenomenal? Yeah. Right? Was that great or was that amazing? Yeah. Right. You uh, use some power words, and I'll add this, and we've talked about it before. Use power words in conjunction with action words. Yeah. Right. So at the end of the day, if I'm trying to get you to my site to purchase, to order, to buy something, then I'll say, order this product that annihilates the competition. Right. So now I got an action in there, so you know if you click this, you you're getting ready to order something. Twenty four hours only. <laughs> exactly. So, 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 yeah. Use power words, and I'll say add action words to that. Absolutely. Um, and the last one, number eleven. Eleven came from Jana Cook at Event Up. Jana. She says, um, "Show what's in it for the customer." With whom? Exactly. Yeah. What's in it for me? Right. right. She says, um, "If you give them a reason or an incentive within the newsletter subject, it will attract more attention." At the end of the day, people are gonna always gravitate to what they know they're gonna get. And if I know if I click this, then there's value in it for me. I'm going to get something, um, especially if you made it clear that I'm going to get that. 
then I'll have a higher likelihood of clicking it, right? But if you got that message somewhere hidden in the post and yeah. it's not clearly identifiable that I'm going to get something by clicking this, then like the first one said, I already get way too much mail. I'm probably not going to click it. Right. So, so yes, show what's in it for the customer. Oh, look, I see a remarketing ad. Figure <laughs> <laughs> how that works, huh? And so, um, yeah, that's it, man. Um, 11 ways to improve your click-through rate. Punch in the face to Scott Gerber, man. Good article and everybody he interviewed. Um, great points. And, uh, yeah, that's what's up. Good stuff. All right, so uh, do we have any blank stare? Um, no, I don't have any blanks there. So this really wraps up the, the meat of our podcast. So um, time to wrap up. Hey, if you're looking to grow your business with the largest, simplest marketing tool on the planet, the internet, call eWebStyle for increased revenue in your business. Our phone number is 713-592-6724. If you have a referral, we have a referral program. Yeah. The way it works is you send the referral to us. We do the work. They pay us. We pay you. It's nice and simple. Pretty simple. Uh, some people have taken advantage of that. Please remember, I am broadcasting uh, on Blog Talk Radio. It's the radio show is called Creative Biz Ideas. We broadcast at seven from seven thirty to nine thirty Central Standard Time. Uh, just go to creativebizideas.com to find that. And finally, we were filmed live here at 5999 West 34th Street, Suite 106, Houston, Texas, 77092. We are the most popular internet marketing podcast because of all of y'all. Thank you so much. Um, appreciate it. Appreciate it. Uh, until the next po- next podcast, my name is Chris Burris. Charles Lewis. Bye-bye for now. Balance check. Balance, balance check. check. One, two. Balance check. One, two, man. Are you ready for the store? SEO podcast 284. Time to get it in. Geotargeting. Today's topic is email marketing. Pay Boom. attention. Boom. That's awesome. <laughs> and that's a Snapchat? Yeah. Snapchat video.